balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I'm a physician. I've been in practice for 40 years. And when I started taking this, you know, I, I don't like medicines, and I probably have taken more people off medicine than I put on it. And so I looked at it, and it's pretty much a natural uh, element. And there's no question in my mind, knowing a lot of patients, that uh, people my age, you know, 60 and over, do not eat right. And they certainly don't get the appropriate uh, uh, nutrients through the vegetables, fruits, and things like that. So I think that it supplies the building blocks that your body normally would use to heal itself. And uh, if you don't get them, you don't heal right. So it's amazing. I mean, I'm doing what I did two years ago. Start your journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get free shipping. And don't forget to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code KATE. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and as you know, my passion is to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. That's why I created my new Giza Dreams bed sheets. I started by using the world's best cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. I guarantee you they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. I do not like my sheets. I love my Giza Dream Sheet. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you can buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or you can get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com. Use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. The mainstream media. Because someone has to be in charge of selective outrage in this country. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Since Mr. Putin made this decision around Crimea uh, and Ukraine, not because of some grand strategy, but essentially because he was caught uh, off balance by uh, the protests in the Maidan and uh, Yanukovych then fleeing after we had brokered a deal uh, to transition power in Ukraine. I thought it was Ukraine fighting Russia. Hmm. Obama says that we took over in 2014. Hmm. I wonder, hmm. Well, he didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. How are you today? Hi, Uncle Milty. Hi. 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 Uh, (laughs) Hello. (laughs) What a world. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. I'm so Um, excited. Are you? Why? I learned something today. Oh, do tell. You know that gal that's running for Georgia governor? Yes. She informed the United States of America today that the the discussion that an infant in the womb's heart starts beating by 14 weeks is just a massive conspiracy. Really? To prevent us from killing babies in the womb. I know. I just, gosh, can't wait to go murder a baby. She said their hearts don't start beating. It's a conspiracy. Wow. 
That's, boy, great news for an abortion. Yes, I, I was thrilled to yeah, hear it. For a murder. I mean, it's like, woo, whew, off the hook on that one. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. The next time I kill somebody, well, I'm going to just say, where well, their heart wasn't beating. Yeah, I mean, how do you know they were alive <laughs> yeah. before I killed them? Right? I think it's a great defense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in fact, the new Marilyn Monroe movie, by the way, uh, coming out, um, Marilyn is delusional, I guess, and has a conversation with the fetus as she's about to get it aborted. And the fetus is saying, I don't want to be aborted. And she's saying, well, they want Marilyn to abort you because she's Marilyn, but she's Norma Jean. And there's like an entire conversation about the fetus going, I don't want to be aborted. Now, that's actually some good news. They've never, ever showcased what the baby was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually, I think, a positive thing because it's making the liberals' heads explode. Their heads are literally exploding. Not literally. They're exploding over this. They're angry that it's in there and they're calling it a stupid piece of the movie that a baby would have an objection to being murdered. I can't. Yeah, I know. I was like, I... Thank goodness it's in there. Maybe yeah. it'll maybe it'll turn some heads on that they're murdering a baby. I don't know. Well, I, I'm surprised that the last minute they didn't just edit it and have the baby say, "Okay, what the heck?" Yeah, Kill me. yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that would have gone along with their their impulse their impulse to murder quite quite greatly. But um, we welcome you to the show, and uh, apparently we are uh, going to war with Russia. Those are all all the headlines. Well, you know what? You don't have to read headlines anymore. Do you know that you can just read a headline? Why is that? Why do I only have to read one? Um, Why do you think? Why don't I hold one headline? They're all the same. Bingo. (laughs) (laughs) Every single story that comes out of the Pentagon is on your news. You do not need to read headlines anymore. Once you've read one, you've read the story because they're going to reprint the story. And of course, they'll add a few words, you know, like like uh, the talking heads do where they go. They, they, they're, they're spieling the script and they kind of add in their little hmms and mm-mms and things like that. So you have that, but it's basically the same. You could go read BBC, Fox News, CNN, um, everybody, and everyone is going to say the following. Vladimir Putin can call up the troops he wants, but Russia has no way of getting those new trip troops in training. They all say that. Okay. I've been looking at numerous headlines today. That's, why, that's how I know. It's how I can tell you. And weapons. Uh, so he can call them up, but he can't train them. And they're uh, basically faltering badly. There was another phrase used over and over again. The invasion of Ukraine faltering badly and the Russian president in, on Wednesday announcing immediate partial mobilization of, of Russian citizens. Okay. And the country's going to call up to 300,000 reservists. It's not even that many. They have about 150 million people in Russia. Okay. Um, you're going to hear the same story over and over again. And um, I've been asked in email repeatedly, what do I think is going on? Am I in fear? Am I in fear of this happening right now? Are you in fear of it happening right now? Are you in fear of it? I woke up last night in uh-huh. a cold sweat. Did you? Hearing somebody saying, Yet, yet. (laughs) (laughs) Right. 77 years of Russia's about to invade us. Communism is going to take over. Now, communism has taken over. It has. 
people want to destroy this country. But really, that isn't even the biggest threat now. The biggest threat is globalism. Yeah. And that was the goal from the very, very beginning was globalism. It was uh, how to perfect a global world and then use the entities to propagandize to you to help sell you on the idea that globalism is in our best interest. Let me, I'm going to give you an example. And this is a little history, but don't do the eye roll when I say history, because I know some of you are like, oh, I don't want history. I just want to know if we're going to war. Okay. But if you understand this, then it makes a little bit more sense and you can kind of see the playbook. So back in the 1600s, we had the Romanovs and the Romanovs were in power in Russia for a long time. They were actually, they actually had the spirit of Christianity. They actually supported that. And, um, that was sort of a threat at the time. The princes of Moscow under Prince Dmitry Donskow earned this hatred for the Rothschilds. The Rothschilds hated him um, because of the fact that he defeated the Kazarians and threw him out of Russia. Okay. And there were a lot of barbaric warriors in this little group, this little Indo-Turk group. And they had adopted the Judaic religion. Um, and there was a lot of uh, hatred coming from the Rothschilds. In fact, uh, little Mr. Sorcerer himself, David uh, Elroy, right? Um, uh, his personal flag, now called the Star of David, but that actually was the official flag for the Khazarian nation at the time. So Russia throws him out, okay? And that flag, by the way, is today, the Star of David flag that everybody identifies, but it's kind of interesting that it started out as the Kazarian flag. But the hatred of uh, Russia, right? So you have this against the Romanovs. So what do you do when you want to change this up? Now, I just want you to be thinking about our country. You have a Christian nation. What do you do to, to, what do, you do, to change that when you're a globalist antichrist and you feel like uh, you're the Rothschild family and you feel like we have to change this. So the, you know, royal family, the, um, you know, the queen we just buried, the royal family, her uh, father and uh, many others before him, they had to go about changing this. And so they basically uh, orchestrated an attack, an attack of the Japanese Navy on the Russian fleet. Okay. Completely surprised the Russian fleet. That was back in 1905. And it was bankrolled by Jacob Schiff. You know, the Wall Street banker that sort of made off with a lot of money um, from all of the things that we were catapulted into and uh, and behind the Federal Reserve. OK, so the defeat of the Russian fleet. Right. Surprise attack. Uh, this was about to sort of be the precursor into what was going to happen to the Romanovs. How dare you have a Christian nation? So the Rockefeller Standard Oil Group, you might recognize them from Papa Bush. He worked for them. Um, and, uh, and the aid of the Committee of 300, which we've talked about, right? That's the queen. That's like all these, you know, the people in the know, the people directing things um, under the Club of Rome. So basically, they engineered the Russo-Japanese War, right? And uh, the money used was to finance the operation came from Jacob Schiff. And it was actually provided by the Rockefeller General Education Board. Okay. I know. Sounds strange. Um, but uh, they created then the social scientists at uh, the Wellington House that became Tavistock that we've mentioned. So in 1941, the Rockefeller Front Organization, the Institute for Pacific 
Relations, the IPR, Institute for Pacific Relations, gave huge amounts of money to Japan. And the money was then funneled into um, a member of the imperial family, Russian spy master, Richard Sorge. And that was to introduce Japan uh, to attack the United States at Pearl Harbor. Okay. And we knew about it. Our president knew about it. And uh, which has been established many times. So I don't know why people still wonder about that. It's, it's very true. So did we have a Russian revolution? What brought in Lenin? What brought him in? How in the world do you take a Christian nation run by the Romanovs and you get your boy in there that you've instructed on, co- on communism, student of Karl Marx, how do you get them into this scenario? How do you take over power when the Romanovs have the power? Well, as unlikely as it may seem, you kill the Romanovs. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> it's the truth. You have yeah. to kill off the family in order to do what you're going to do. Winston Churchill, who everybody just slothers all over. Winston Churchill is so amazing. Really? Okay. Uh, Transported Lenin in a sealed truck. Remember the story of the sealed train? Um, A truck and a train, by the way. Uh, Kind of like you would conceal a, a little plague from Switzerland into Russia. How in the world did he get through all of those enemy lines into Russia? Because all the countries were complicit. They made sure, we even made sure they had passports. Why did we make sure they had passports? They weren't even U.S. citizens. Ah, because we were in on it. That's why. And so we actually made sure that Lenin and Trotsky were just, you know, trained right in there so that they could uh, have the Bolsheviks with them. This wasn't a naturally occurring revolution. It was placed there by other countries like Finland and Switzerland and Germany, Germany even said, if you have any trouble, man, getting through Switzerland, we'll get you through really fast. We'll make sure you land in Russia. It'll, we'll make it look like a very organic, naturally occurring revolution, the October revolution of, of mm-hmm. Russia. But we're going to take out the, those that would implement more of a Christian nation uh, and do that. And we're going to take that out and we're going to replace it with communism. Now, nowadays, we just basically coup with election fraud and the media supports it. But back then, they only, you know, they had certain ways to do it. And that's why I'm telling the story is because I hope we learn from this. There's a little bit more on this that I want to explain because maybe we can see the game plan and how they do it. If you see how they do it, they always duplicate a little bit of their game plan, as I talked about yesterday, to go to war. Same thing with this. Yeah. Except we don't have the Romanovs here. We only have the people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ooh, ouch. Ooh, in that scenario. Ooh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Miami Beach, B-U-A-C. Welcome back, Kate Daly. 
and the Kate Daly Show. I got Uncle Milty with me, of course, and uh, make sure you make your way over to my pillow and go get some fantastic deals right now. As uh, as he's handing out up to ninety percent off, that's basically giving it to you for free almost. You can get fantastic the new fall slippers, the slides, uh, slide your feet in. They're amazing and uh, made of the finest, finest quality. I, I, that's one thing about the MyPillow products. You cannot believe their quality. It's that good. Make sure and put the promo code Kate and get up to 90% off and order right now for Christmas. We're closer to Christmas than you think. Everybody's kind of looking at elections and things like that. We're literally like almost just about three months away. That's not a lot of time. It goes, you know how quick fall goes. I can't believe how quick this year has gone. Can you? Nope. Um, we were talking about nationalism on the break. What are your thoughts? You know, this this whole globalist mm-hmm. agenda, if you really look at it, right. the, the largest enemy of globalism is nationalism. If a people loves their country and has pride in their country, they're going to fight this globalist agenda. Yeah. And so, what do they do to get end nationalism? Uh-huh. Well, nationalism is bad. You don't right. care about people. You only care about yourself. You don't like the blacks. They don't like the whites. Divide and conquer conquer. and end nationalism. Hate your country. Make each other fight each other. So then in Russia, you had the reds versus the whites. So this is interesting. So Winston Churchill. So you have a you have the Romanovs who were aiming towards the Christianity more so. Okay, in their country. And the rot that really ticked off the Rothschilds. It ticked off the global order of things. Wanted them in the pocket. Didn't have them in the pocket. So uh, once they kicked out the Kazarians, now we had Dr. Merritt talking about the Kazarians. Remember this on that podcast? Um, So you can go there. You can actually look that up if you want more information on that. So the Kazarians, uh, not a great, not a great group. They kicked him out. That really ticked off the um, uh, Rothschilds. So what do they do? They have these Bolsheviks. They want to get him into Russia. They have to try to figure out a way to make it look very organic and sell it in the press all over the world that the Bolsheviks were an uprising in Russia. Now, where have we heard this before? Taliban. <laughs> ISIS. Anyway, uh-huh. so you have a natural. Uh, what were the ones in Sa- Central America? The uh, Sandinistas. Sandinistas. OK, so we have to make it look like they're naturally occurring mm-hmm. revolution. So what do we do? We put them in a train car and we send it through five different complicit countries and make sure even Germany's on board to make sure that the Bolsheviks arrive, murder the Romanov family. They take them out to a faraway uh, place in Russia for their quote unquote safety and then murder the family and murder the staff. Now, since then, there's a lot of stories that they survived, faked their death, whatever. Sure. But the consensus is they were murdered so that the Bolsheviks could rise to power. And it was... um, um, it was the head of the Romanov family, his brother, that kind of sold him out. And then, of course, made a, a way for the Bolsheviks to get into power. So he really screwed himself, okay, yeah. because then the Romanovs were out. But I thought, I think he thought he could get into power if his brother was gone, okay? That's the problem with mm-hmm. all of these people. And the right. same thing will mm-hmm. happen in this country. Eventually, the collaborators are done yeah. away with. Yeah. Because yes. they're yes. collaborators. And they don't care. They don't care about them, okay? So um, so they transported them and... Uh, and Lenin and Trotsky uh, were were transported in with all the Bolsheviks, and 
this is in the in the midst of war torn kind of Europe deposited deposited them in Russia, and because uh, everybody's asking me, are we going to war with Russia? So hopefully we're answering this question right now, and um, and so. Okay, so basically, you have a couple of spies involved in this whole scenario. Uh, Lockhart was MI6, British intelligence. Um, Without the complicity of those five European nations, uh, this would have never happened. The Bolshevik Revolution would probably not have happened. And so then you have have all of the... So this whole situation, okay... um, there were people put in place, MI6 operatives from Britain, that were put in place to make sure that the revolutionaries arrived in Petrograd. And then, of course, um, you had, uh, like, Lord Alfred Minor was part of this, too, and he, you know, that betrayed Russia. There were, some, there were some players, like we were just talking about, the brother of the, the Romanov, the head of the Romanov family. And so you had a couple of spies just kind of making sure. And then um, you had the looting. What they were really after was uh, the transfer of, of Russia's natural resources and the gold rubles uh, held in the central bank uh, to London. And so this was agreed, up, of course, by Lenin and later Trotsky and, uh, you know, to loot. And basically, on behalf of the Rothschilds, gave Lenin 60 million pounds of gold um, while the Rockefellers contributed around $40 million for this. <laughs> a lot of money involved at that time, okay? And then uh, the complicity with the sealed train, Great Britain, Germany, Finland, Switzerland, and Sweden, along with us who furnished the passports, like I said. And so uh, they even had it so that the carriage was was to remain locked the whole time so that no one could board, uh, making sure they got there. No passports were supposed to be asked for. Tickets were bought at regular prices. No security issues. Do you see how they operate? Got a lot of people complicit in this to be able to carry this out. And they were probably told, I'm going to guess, that it was for the good of their nation, whether it be Germany, Finland, Switzerland. It was, a, it was, the, it was for your country. Let this train pass. We're not going to tell you who's in it. Just let this train pass. And you know there was a lot of people that didn't ask questions. Um, and they even Germany even said if Sweden refused to let the Bolsheviks pass through, they could get through. Okay? And all these guys are supposed to be at war. Interesting. Well, you know, if you really think about mm-hmm. it in a logical fashion, the globalist agenda and war are not conducive for each other. No. The, the war is destructive. Right. The globalists don't want to destroy. They right. want to control. Right. So how do they get rid of their enemies? They do it internally right. with each country. Right. Like they're doing in the United States right now. Yeah. Communism didn't just come up in Russia because it was organic or natural. And I hope that's what people get out of this, too. It was placed there. The Illuminati made sure that Karl Marx, as they sat down to write documents, they were the ones that created communism and then placed Lenin in Russia. And then as a result, nine to 15 million people at least died under him. And then under Stalin, um, you have all of those deaths, too. So there was a concerted effort to make them communist. It wasn't it wasn't natural for them to just get into the situation. And that's, man, I don't think people realize that No, the, at, at all. The people didn't love mm-hmm. communism. Mm-hmm. They hated that. That's why they had a, they, they had a civil <laughs> war. It was Bolsheviks yeah. against 
the people because the people knew that these Bolsheviks, where are they from? Where's, what's going on? Why are these guys at the helm now? And, uh, and then, of course, not admitting that they killed off the Romanovs for a long time. They said, oh, they're fine. They're, they're for safety. We're here to take over, but they're, they're for their safety because somebody's after them. See how they lie? It's completely amazing to me, the lies that are told. I, anyway, um, so the Illuminati held a secret meeting, um, 1850s-ish, in New York. Of course, New York. This is where the UN landed, um, which was addressed by the British uh, a luminist named Wright. And those in attendance were told that the Illuminati was organizing to unite the nihilist and the atheist groups, okay? And any other subversive group, right? Into an international group to be known as communists, if you're wondering about our statement. And that was when the word communist first came into being and it was intended to be the supreme weapon and scare word to terrify the entire world and drive the terrorized peoples into the Illuminati one world scheme. Because what happens when you don't have the bad guy? You create the bad guy. You got to create a bad guy. Otherwise, how do you instill fear? What are they doing to you today in the headlines? Instilling fear. Constant. Russia's going to nuke us at any moment because they called up 300 reservists that they can't train. Russia's falling behind. Ukraine's winning. I seriously doubt that, actually. We're Ukraine over there, by the way. But I doubt that. I doubt every headline you're reading right now. Because why? The consensus of all the stories is exactly the same in all your press. You're only being told one story. It's called brainwashing. So the scheme communism made up was to be used to enable the Illuminati to get all the future wars and revolutions. So you could implant the people in there that you wanted, right? And mm -hmm. they didn't have the advantage that the globalists have today, right, right. controlling mass media. Yeah, they did not have that at all. No. So, yeah, you're right. And so, uh, communist is is not a so-called ideology. It's a it's a weapon. It's a secret weapon that people think just just came to be because of the dictator. No, 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 no. The dictators were trained in communism and then sent into to places and so um to serve that purpose of enough wars enough things that are going on to turn us to turn us away like you said from nationalism yeah. is now a dirty word right what do they call us christian nationalists yep. how dare you yep. love your country and uh and, and away Christ. from that yes <laughs> yes and away from that and into a more global world run by one entity one world government that's how you get that Karl Marx, um, oh, by the way, the early instigators, Jack Kennedy, Woodrow Wilson, Franklin Roosevelt, Johnson, Rusk, McNamara, Fulbright, all of these people. Remember the Fulbright scholarship we talked about? All of these people were on board with all of this, by the way. Karl Marx was writing the Communist Manifesto under the direction of a group of Illuminati, basically. And... Uh, uh, Professor Carl Ritter of the Frankfurt University was writing under the direction of another group. And the idea was that those who direct the overall conspiracy of men to devise the word communist and the idea behind it could use the differences in those two so-called ideologies to enable them to divide larger and larger numbers of the human race into opposing camps, just like they're doing right now, so that they could be armed and then brainwashed into fighting and destroying each other. And really to destroy all political and religious institutions. That's the goal.
Because what did they do? They ousted the leaders that wanted the Christianity, that understood it, that knew that this was uh, this was the direction they were going in. Anything they could do so that the government becomes God, Mother Earth becomes God, and you have the globalist regime. This is why talking about globalists, I mean, communism is a part of what they introduce, but really it's about globalism. And we always need to concentrate on that because it's truly about the bigger picture here. And um, that what they did was they took they took leaders and they they told them this is what you're this is the new thing you're going to represent this we're going to train ride you into Russia and you're going to, we're going to call it a revolution now think about all the countries in your mind right now that have gone through this think about all of the like I said yesterday we've never fought a normal dictator. Every single time we have a military action, the person's crazy, they're psychotic, they are gassing their people, they're killing people, and most importantly, throwing babies up and catching them on bayonets since 1913. Okay? The script never changes. They're always a person that turns psychotic, <laughs> kill their own people. Does that make sense to anybody? We've never fought a normal person in a dictator role, ever. It's always conjured up by the media, sold to you as crazy. Oh my gosh, we have to rush in. Every single war action has been this since the turn of the 20th century. Every single one. Hi, this is Ryan from Inside Out Hyperbarics. And today I'm on the radio to say thank you to all of our clients who have allowed us to be part of their healing journeys. From helping those suffering from traumatic brain injury and chronic pain disorders to those with symptoms of autoimmune or the lingering effects of COVID-19 long haulers. It's been an honor you put faith in us to help you through some of your toughest times. So to give back, we will be running monthly specials to celebrate our upcoming six-year anniversary. To find these specials, check us out on the web at InsideOutHyperbarics.com. Inside Out Hyperbarics, bringing out the best in you. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited-time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slipper slides and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. You could even point to a few. Bands are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. Sometimes the answer to what currently is going on can be found in history. If we just know our history, right? And as so many of us, like myself, I was not raised to understand any history, really, <laughs> that had any benefit whatsoever to my understanding of anything global. Um, 
you know, it's a, it's been, it's an interesting exercise in, uh, start to understand what's going on in this world. So, uh, caller, just hold on for one second because, um, I just wanted to mention balance of nature again. Um, my husband was uh, saying this morning, he goes, I wonder how many people would stop the caffeine habit if they knew how much balance of nature could do for them. And I'm like, I, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, it's pretty amazing what you'll see and find when you're taking balance of nature and you're giving your body some nutrients. Go to balanceofnature.com, put in the code word Kate, you're going to get 35% off, a whole third off and free shipping. And it really is that worth it. It really is. Yep. Your body will tell you. Your body will show you that it was worth it. You know, give it what it needs and and uh, you'll be in such a better position to face, you know, the fall, the winter and uh, and boost your immune system. Uh, Balanceofnature.com. Put in the code Kate when it calls for a promo code. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, okay, this is Tom from the Great Socialist Valley up north. Yeah. Um, uh, as far as Ukraine goes, mm-hmm. um, there's a... American journalist named Gonzalo Lira, who lives in the Kharkov region of Ukraine, mm-hmm. because his wife is Ukrainian, and uh, he was on the Mike Adams uh, Health Ranger Reports mm-hmm. last weekend, a uh, two-part uh, interview um, on Friday and Saturday. If you go back to those dates, I think it's the 16th and the mm-hmm. 17th or the 15th mm-hmm. and 16th. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gonzalo talks about um, the Russian... Uh, um, they were pushed back, um, but uh, that wasn't really a pushback. It was more of a withdrawal, and uh, the Russians are not losing uh-huh. Ukraine as the American media or the world media. I don't think they are either. Says uh, Gonzalo, he lives there and he's experiencing it firsthand. Oh. And um, uh, interesting. Yeah. He's just he's he's saying that uh, Putin and Russia are again being made the boogeyman to uh, carry out the narrative of um, the World Economic, the Satanic uh, World Economic Forum, Mm -hmm. the Satanic World New Order. Right. I'm going to call them what they are. They're Satanic. Yeah, it is. uh, Luciferian, for sure. uh, Yes. And so uh, it's just another big ruse to fool us, to fool the sheeple. Mm Mm-hmm into uh, going along with their uh, evil things, just like in uh, 1919, uh, uh, the Russian Revolution, yeah. 17, whatever year it was. Right. It's You're right. All the same, it's all the same stuff. It's just a great big ruse to lie to us and to get their ways. Amen, brother. Thank you yep. so much. Really appreciate the phone call. Yeah, I, yeah absolutely. So... The the only thing different historically from from century to century is that the names are changed to protect the guilty. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know this train ride of the Bolsheviks and of uh, Lenin and Trotsky. Trotsky was kind of like the carry out guy. He was like the marketing manager, if you want. Okay, and the train ride to get them into Russia to place them there had to. You know, obviously Germany was very complicit in this, and at the helm was uh, Kaiser Wilhelm. Now. Kaiser Wilhelm, Wilhelm, which is kind of interesting, he was all on board with this. And then what did they do? They turned on him and made him the enemy in the press. Okay. He was the enemy in the press. And and like I said yesterday, um, you know, Germans were throwing up Belgium's uh, babies and they were landing on the bayonets and they were cutting off little kids' arms, you know, hands. And 
raping the women and the Germans were like, well, we're not doing all that. But there are people that really aren't in uniform that are shooting at us. We are shooting back at them and we are going to do some things to them. And and uh, and so the media had to play a really big part in propagandizing to get us to get us on board with revenge against Germany. It was all about it was all about Germany in the First World War and making sure that we were were going to get them because Britain wanted this war. Well, um, when you hear the story about the babies, like I said yesterday, and then what what did 1991 bring us with Desert Storm? Oh, they were taking the babies out of the incubators and stomping on them. They were throwing them up on knives and bayonets and they were landing on them and it gets everybody really jacked up emotionally, right? Oh my gosh, babies? How can they be so monstrous, babies? And then, of course, what was the baby story with Ukraine? Oh, I remember. It was the Maripol Maternity Hospital that suddenly had thousands. I've never seen a hospital with thousands of babies, but it had thousands of babies. And Russia went in to bomb it, yeah. destroy it. They were they were killing babies. See how that works? Well, they do have the well, highest gotta, birth rate in history. Oh, thousands. <laughs> have you ever seen a maternity? You see a couple, maybe a hundred at the most. Uh, in a, a thou- huge in hospital. In a huge hospital. Thousands? Thousands. That was the story. That was the story we were all supposed to believe. Russia was bombing maternity wars. That's how evil they are. Okay. Um, and so, uh, so Albert Pike was an American general over here, and um, he was really into the Illuminati, totally fascinated with one world government. Um, and, uh, of course, he was in charge of his own Luciferian conspiracy, so amongst men, and um, not a good guy. And he worked out a military blueprint. This was uh, 59, 71, 1871 for three world wars, right? Everybody's heard of these and various revolutions throughout the world. He would consider really, you know, that's great. This is from Myron Fagan, by the way. And um, the final stage in the 20th century, the third world war and what we might, everybody's afraid of right now. And so um, they were never really concerned with immediate success. They were always about long range view, very patient in their satanic ideas. So Pike did everything he could out of his home in Little Rock, Arkansas, it's where he lived. And then what he did was he set up three Supreme Councils of his little Luciferian project. And the one was in Charleston, South Carolina, one in Rome, Italy, and the third in Berlin. And um, they had these strategic locations across, you know, throughout the world, obviously, secret headquarters of where they would operate out of. And, uh, <clears throat> and then, of course, um, they would communicate secretly. And it was the discovery of the secret that enabled intelligence officers to understand how apparently unrelated incidents, um, like the assassination of the Austrian prince, took place simultaneously in the world, which would develop into a war. So they were the greatest catalyst at causing war. What they would do is it's in the blue. It's in the blueprint of the British war, you know, uh, logs is you create the enemy, you demonize the enemy just like we've done with every military action we're a part of. You demonize, and then you go in and you take over. And that's how they do it every single time. Um, and World War One was no different. World War Two was no different. It's, it's amazing to me that they can play the same script, and we believe it every single time. How many people thought Assad was murdering and gassing his people? Everybody. He was on 60 Minutes, like a couple of years before that. Very normal guy. 
And then all of a sudden we believed it, right? We're the biggest sheep. We'll believe anything there that we're told, just like today's headlines. Again, same kind of thing. So, you know, we're, we're supposed to believe that the international bankers of today, like the money changers in Christ's day, that he was the only time we really got upset, mm-hmm. right? Are the only tools or agents of this. But actually, they're the masterminds behind all of it because the general public has been so brainwashed with all of the media reporting into believing that communism is a movement of the so-called workers. And the actual fact was that British and American intelligence officers um, have uh, documented evidence that international liberals operating through their international banking houses particularly the Rothschilds, have financed both sides of every war and revolution since 1776. The Bushes were financing and reaping the benefit, and this is why the big, the big um, uh, proceedings against Papa Bush's dad, mm-hmm. making money off World War II. It was the munitions. This is why the munitions plants were never bombed in Germany. Don't you think that would be the natural goal of a war? Yes, you'd <laughs> That would end the war. I know, you can't have that. <laughs> Not when you've got so many players involved doing what you want them to do. You can't end it. And no one ever asks that, you know? Um, no one ever asks that, uh, that we have 600 times the military of anybody else, but everybody's a threat to us. They're going to come nuke us so they can take liberty away. And why is it liberty? Why are we taking liberty away in, for safety? Have we ever thought about that? Is it a natural equal <laughs> equality in these words? I mean, why is it? You know, whenever they want to implement safety, you can't do it unless you take liberty. What's the messaging here? And we believe it. It's amazing. Um, so, uh, you know, a lot of this had to do with, like I said yesterday, the Federal Reserve was put into place because you have to reap the reward, the benefit, the profiteering. You can't do that unless you pretty much own all the currency can manipulate that. And um, I just, look, it's the same playbook over and over and over again. What did they do here? They infiltrated government. Okay. So you have a lot of people on the take. And now we're in a situation where we're divided up and we're told we hate each other. The Bolsheviks against the city people that were thinking, why are you here? What are you doing? This is our country. Um, here we call it homeland, homeland security. We're not a homeland. We're, we're the a con- fatherland. We're a construction. <laughs> yeah, seriously. We're a construction of states. We're a union of states. But why do you call it homeland? Because it's a communist term. The homeland, right? It makes people feel warm and fuzzy. I'm, I'm an officer of homeland security. It sounds really good. Security for the homeland. But that isn't who we are. Just like we're not a democracy, we're a republic. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all manipulation by uneducated citizens listening to different definitions of mm-hmm. words, and yeah. it, it's insane. and what's interesting is is they use their players. They betray them too, but they use their players at the home, and and then it is very much uh, a manufactured created thing and we're all supposed to believe that it's very naturally occurring and so without this group doing what they did you you probably wouldn't see a whole lot of war because they 
why? If you're trading successfully, why war, right? No reason. Um, Yeah. And so today, Germany, again, at the helm, of course, um, you know, uh, they uh, there's stories about uh, Germany um, trading more than 100 percent higher than year, a year ago. And it has to do with Putin and Russia's war in Ukraine. But the truth is not that the EU politicians, the major financial is- interests uh, are using Russia to cover what is a kind of made in Germany and Brussels energy crisis. And the the, the consequences of all this are not accidental. Everything provides cover for everything else. The downfall of communism didn't even come naturally. Everybody thinks that. It did not. It was a creation of the CIA. The intelligence operatives were then used in all of these creations. And uh, that's how Soros made his money. It made his money off Russia. And so did Bush off of uh, uh, taking their resources again. And yet in the media, we hear about how bad things are in Ukraine and how Russia's (laughs) economy is collapsing. And nobody's talking about the fact that Germany is Mm -hmm. in total collapse right now. Right. Total. Yeah. Russia is actually more of a player in this than we think. If it hadn't have been that way, he would have been offed a long time ago. Putin's a player. He's not, he's not the, he's an enemy player. So everybody gets their parts. Okay. Okay. You're the enemy, you know, this year and last year and the year before. You're the enemy. So you play your part. That's what you do. And, of course, there's some love there for his country because he wants his country to succeed. He's still playing a part. Just like your congressman. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? (laughs) It is the truth. They play parts. Hey, this election cycle, it's your turn to take the heat. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So is it any wonder that... We have been at, they have been at war, Ukraine and Russia, since February 24th. And now, right before our elections, in the need of a distraction, you kind of need something to preface something that they might do before the elections. So what do you do this whole time? This whole time? Now? Now Russia's losing? Now Russia is going to get all their 300,000 reservists that they can't train? And now this is going to happen? Why didn't this happen in May? Because it couldn't have happened in May. It wouldn't have helped anything. Everything is projected, manipulated, created as part of something or cover for something. Distractions, all kinds of things. Everybody plays their part, but that's what's happening right now. It's called choreography. Choreography. Great choreography, right? Yeah. And will we have a false flag blamed on Russia? That could be. I'm not going to say that couldn't happen. That definitely could be because they've shown that in the playbook before, too. We'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. I'll take your calls. Have you purchased your coin yet? Please do so. Go to katedalyradio.com and get your collector's coin, the Kate Daly Show silver coin. It's going to put a few bucks back in your pocket because you're investing in in silver. And I like that. And it's only going to go up from here. So make that investment into Truth and Radio. Know that you did something for truth. You did something for freedom of speech. You supported those that are trying to tell the truth. It's such an important message right now, you guys. I can't even tell you. I've been doing this a decade. And we took the show on our own about five years ago. But, but in order to keep going, we're going to need your support. And this show has to be run by the people. It has to be. We don't, we're, not, we're not owned by a corporation. And so we don't have that backup resource. Um, and this is why it's such a word-of-mouth show. And we don't do any advertising. 
uh, but we've grown immensely this year, but we need your help. Please go and purchase a, co- a collector's coin for 99 bucks right now, where most of that goes to the show and puts a little money back in your pocket. Go to katedallyradio.com. Thanks so much for helping us.